Word. Super duty tough work. We here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As per usual. Mm-hmm. Doing the damn thing. Yup. Podcasting. You know. Yup, yup. Man, it's got a lot of good uh, feedback on last week's episode. Because it was fire. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Was that too much? Tell them, dog. I'm sorry. Let them first know. <laughs> What's that? Tell them, bro. I, I, Tell them. My bad. Was I supposed to be humble? Tell them. <laughs> they know what this is. Because it was fire. I mean, how it, we become the most infamous? It was. It was a fire. It was a fire episode. Yeah. Like I, I re-listen to the whole episode. I don't always yeah. go back and listen to the whole episode right after we do it. I listen to that whole episode again. Yeah. Fire. A lot of bars in there. Fire. Oh man. You know, inspires you to be a little more productive. Flames. You it know? was all good. And uh, I think we get an A plus just on the topic itself. The topic alone. Who's talked about that? Mm. Nobody. Nobody. But the most infamous podcast, yeah. Super Duty Tough Work. Man, today mm-hmm. we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of artists hate, and its topic is branding. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why artists hate branding. Yeah. Because the word branding has just gotten a bad rap. Yeah. In artistic circles. Sound like McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has. <laughs> Walmart. Like, they did it like they did Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh man, once upon a time that was the joint. Right. Now y'all done done all this other stuff to it. It's like it's got this bad connotation mm-hmm. to a lot of people. And so uh now we're gonna go and talk about why artists hate branding. And then we're gonna break down what branding really is in simple terms so that you don't have to hate it so much right. with some simple rules. And then we're just going to let y'all bask in and let us know, you know, if you're on SoundCloud, hit the like button. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The heart joint. Mm-hmm. If you're on uh, YouTube, like button over there. Mm-hmm. Subscribe over there. Yep. Stop playing. <laughs> If you want, you know what I'm saying? If you want, uh, what's the joint? Spotify. Mm-hmm. Follow your mans in them. Follow. Follow what's over there. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, uh-huh. you know what it is. Yep. Give us that follow. Yep. We out here putting it down every week. You know, we coming up on episode 200. Oh, it's getting real. Mm. What should we do with 200? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got to think of something special. Send us your ideas. Yeah. All of our listeners at home, send us your ideas. Let us know what you think we should do for our, you know what I'm saying, our, our 200th episode. Yeah. You know, whether it's something where we have y'all call in or mm. some, something. Let us know. Yeah, something special. Something special. And uh, we'll, we'll take it into consideration and, and put together the plan. But we're getting close, man. Mm-hmm. This is 196. Huh. Four more of them things. Yeah. We've been at it. So yeah, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous, you heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work. 
print. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations. No shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right, folks. We back up in this motherfucker. Yes, we are. Super duty, tough work, blueprint and logic. Doing the damn podcasting thing. This right. week, we're talking about why artists hate branding. Why it's got such a bad rep and why people shy away from the word. Uh, and the number one reason, mm-hmm. it feels too corporate. See, once upon a time, you never heard the word brand used mm-hmm. in hip hop. Right. You never, especially in independent hip hop. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, you be yourself. Yeah. The label would handle all of that. And it was just this illusion of that it didn't apply to us. It was like style. You know what I'm saying? Style. Yeah, what's your style? What's your. uh, It was mostly just style. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the word. Yeah, that was the word. And then it's like, now that thing is gone. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, okay, what's your brand about? Mm -hmm. What's your brand identity? Yeah. What 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 does your brand mean? And all these people are asking these questions about this. And it turns into this corporate sounding sleazeball-y topic. Yeah, and I think it's mainly because cats really don't know what it is. Yeah. They don't really understand the word to an extent to where they can see past the corporate part of it. Yeah. Because it is a corporate word. It's very corporate. It's a very corporate it's word. It's not very independent. No, it's, it's not. not a grassroots word no, at all. not at all. You know, and I, and I think, I, I don't think artists are wrong to feel that way. Mm-hmm. To say, you know what, man? All these people talking about branding and this and that, and they look at these people and they say, "Man, y'all ain't about shit." I'm gonna do what I do, and mm-hmm. if it work, it work. I'm gonna be me, mm-hmm. right? They're just exercising their style, right? And they rebel against the word because it just sounds and feels too fucking corporate. But they don't understand that most of the people that they like are a brand. Say that again. Whether whether they know it or not, <laughs> most of the people that they like and listen to are a brand. The basketball players that you like are brands. Yeah. The football players are brands. Yeah. Most of the rappers that you like, underground or not, are brands. Yeah. That's just reality. Yeah. They have an identity. Yeah. They're known for certain things. What's Kawhi Leonard known for? Come uh, on. You know, being quiet. Mm-hmm. Cornrows. Mm-hmm. That's his brand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, deadpan humor. Mm-hmm. You know, a goofy laugh. Yeah. Like, that's his brand. <laughs> yep. Straight up. You know, having big hands. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a quality of his brand. If you yeah. look at it basketball terms, you know, you look at hip hop, you know, it, artists have some of these same dynamics at play mm-hmm. where even though we may think that branding is something that's reserved for corporations, for million dollar corporations and only the highest levels of hip hop, mm-hmm. branding is actually at work every day in everything you see around you. Yep. Particularly if it's successful. Yep. And the only time you don't see it is when people are not successful. Exactly. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. So I'm not telling you to, you know, to 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 start throwing the word around mm-hmm. by any means, but understand that branding is not just something that's reserved for corporations. Right. It's True. for artists just like you, just like me can use it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. That's number one. Okay, number two reason why artists hate branding is because it feels impersonal. Yeah, and it's not. (laughs) 
like like imagine you know but we use it all fucked up and make it seem like that. yeah true. like when you're talking to somebody about what they're doing and you know how a motherfucker say well yeah well yeah you know i don't know that might be bad for the brand right fools be talking in third person right right behind right. the whole branding right. thing they do like are you talking about yourself or are you talking about somebody that's not here uh-huh. like what is the brand i'm talking to you like what are you talking about? And it makes it like this whole disconnect. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna put my brand in between you and me. Talk to him. Yeah. My talk br- to my brand. Talk to my brand. <laughs> They'll decide what's the best. <laughs> you know, it comes off really impersonal. Like people have no connection between the brand and the person mm-hmm. because of how we speak about it. And I think it's just a real just distancing thing to people who are truly, truly about the art. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have conversations with whoever, labels, press, fans, um, you know, and they start talking to you about your brand. Right. You just made an album. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit about a brand. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you care you, about the art. You care about the art. And I think that's a large part of who we deal with, deal with the people who care about the art first and foremost. And when you start getting into these issues of brand identity and brand definition and what it means and brand loyalty, all these all these, that stuff, it's eternal. And I think part of that is because of number one. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because of the, especially with independent artists, because of the corporate feel yeah. of the word and what people think the definition of the word is. Because corporations are impersonal. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know who owns Walmart. Mm-mm. You know what I'm Mm-mm. saying? But it's it's a Walmart on, you know, two or three in every city. Specs. You know what I mean? Specs. So it feels impersonal. So they make it impersonal. Even when you, even people who understand it, yeah. a lot of times make it impersonal. Yeah. They don't talk about it as part of them and as part of their art. I agree. And to add on to that, I think that artists sometimes make the mistake of, of speaking about branding in a way that negates the natural personal connection that they have with their fans. Yeah. Like even if you are a student of branding and you're successful at it, you shouldn't be speaking to your fans in those terms. Of course you shouldn't be speaking in public in those terms. It's Mm -hmm. like speak to your fans. Like you would always speak to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Otherwise, you you sound no different than a corporate asshole who you you, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you despise. Right. Uh, I think a lot it just makes it something where you're negating your number one advantage as an artist, especially a hip uh, independent artist as a brand. Yeah, you're like, negating your you're negating yeah. your successfulness and effectiveness yeah. as a brand by utilizing brand lingo yes. when speaking directly to the people that support you. <laughs> Thank you. It makes you sound like a fucking jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so uh, that's number two. You know, it's impersonal. Okay. Reason number three why people, why artists hate branding is because corny people use it too much. It's so true. <laughs> my you, brand. My brand. My brand. Don't they sound like fucking sleaze balls? <laughs> It'll harm the brand. Yeah, it's just like, man, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you and your brand. Yeah, fuck you and your brand. I slap your brand in the face. <laughs> I don't give a shit about your fucking brand. It's just like, it's either the artist sounding sleazy or the artist representative mm-hmm. sounding sleazy. Right. Now we have a whole third category of people who sound corny using it, which is all of the like artist gurus out here. Right. Like if you look in the artist space, there's 20, 30 um, uh, 
artist accounts. Mm. I mean, not artist accounts, but accounts that are for artists. Mm. And all they want to talk about is your brand, your brand, your brand, your brand. <laughs> Most of these people don't have careers. Don't have brands of their own. Thank you. Yeah. The only branding they have is to talk about you having a brand. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, they're the people who talk about branding. And I think it, it creates a disconnect where people see these art like you and me having a conversation about that is completely different mm-hmm. than two people who are not artists. Right. You know what I'm saying? And simply marketers, mm-hmm. simply, you know, salespeople. The nature of the conversation changes. The sensitivity that we talk about mm-hmm. our own art changes. Right. And it doesn't sound corny. Yeah. It doesn't sound like we can talk about branding in a way that doesn't sound like it's just a setup to get you to buy some shit. <laughs> Right, right. Because that's what it is. That's what it seems like when those corporate assholes are talking about it. It makes it seem like, yeah. oh, where's the where the punchline? Where's the bitch? What you trying to sell me? Right. Dog? Where is it at? Where is it at? He gonna get to the sales pitch. <laughs> pull it out, boy. Yep. Pull it out. Yeah. Your brand, your brand, your brand. By the way, I've got this course mm-hmm. for six thousand dollars. Yeah. That will teach you how to be a better branded artist. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, you motherfuckers are sleaze balls. You've never been an artist period and you can tell by the language that they use that it's just like they're corporate marketing guys yeah. and they're just they just happen to fuck with hip-hop yep straight up and that makes people who are legitimately hip-hop people legitimately artists be like you're corny i don't want to sound like that right <laughs> right 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 so that's number three okay number four uh, we just ended with that we're mm-hmm. gonna pick this up the number four reason why artists hate branding is it sounds and feels manipulative. Right. Most people, when they're talking about this branding, positioning, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Marketing, research, demographics, all these, these, you know what I'm saying? I know the words. Right, I right. don't talk that talk on my Twitter. Nah. I don't get it. We into have that. those conversations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In private. Yeah. But we don't post, well, the demographics of my... <laughs> Right, right, right. Tells me that I should do more of this. Right. Yeah, I was just looking at my statistics, and now this means that I should play more to this and and not do that. It's like, man, no, nah, don't do that. Nah, don't fucking do that, man. You you come across when you start talking this language, and I think a lot of artists have been guilty of this of sounding manipulative. Mm-hmm. You sound like you sat in some corporate meetings. Like you got consulted by a marketing guy, a sales guy, and he was like, if I were you, this is how I would do it because this is how I do it for all of my products. Yep. So sell your CDs the same as I sell all my products. Yep. Forgetting the, that the reason that you have fans is because of the personal connection mm-hmm. and the music that has an emotional connection. Yep. And so you you had these two things, an emotional and a personal connection, but then you want to replace all that. With all this marketing speak mm-hmm. and all this branding bullshit yep. and telling people to never be dynamic, to never, you know, put their emotions out there. Never say anything controversial because that goes against the brand. Right. You don't want to say anything that compromises the brand. Yeah. God forbid you fuck up or you say something that motherfuckers don't retweet mm-hmm. or disagree or <laughs> right. challenge you. Challenge you. Who gives a fucking shit? You sound contrived and manipulative. Yeah. And, and it, I think people can see it. And it's the, and that adds to the imperson the, the being impersonal. Yeah. You know, it it everything is compounding here. Like all of this stuff leads into the other stuff because it's like, you know, you don't want to be corny. No. And then when you come off manipulative, 
then that makes it impersonal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have the emotion and everything tied to it. Yeah, man. And, and it doesn't have to be like that. Right. But I, oh, I wanted to make sure we take a second to talk about this aspect mm-hmm. because you can't really have a conversation with artists about branding without talking about this elephant in the room. Right, right. This conversation happens is the elephant. Right. People don't want to talk about branding. It's like, oh, here we go. With yeah. This shit. Like, oh, come on, bro. Like, we independent. We artists. Yeah. We artists, dog. You really taking it there? Yeah. Man, I could have bought a book and learned that. Right. You know, they don't want to hear you talk that shit because of all these things that we've done along the way to fuck it up mm-hmm. you know and like we talk in third person which sounds impersonal you mm-hmm. know we talk to marketing lingo which sounds corporate mm-hmm. you know we let people who are not even artists fill up our space with all these fucking you know what i'm saying buzzwords <laughs> that's the corniness the corniness <laughs> and then at the end of all these things we're gonna try to manipulate you into buying some shit mm-hmm. after making it impersonal and destroying the commo- the, the connection you got with our music yep and we're so, we expect people, artists to be with that. Yeah, They're nah. not with it. It don't work that way. <laughs> it can't work that with way. It. You know, so that's four. Let's do number five. Number five reason why artists hate branding is because people make it sound too complicated. Yeah, they don't get, like, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't really understand what it is. Yeah. It sounds like some corporate shit. Yeah. It sounds like some high level, you know, like branding. It's something I can't do yes. for myself. Yes. You know, it sounds like something that I need to hire somebody yeah. to help me do. And it's not. No. It's not at all. No. I mean, they also make it seem like it's something that you're not already doing. Right. Right. Like, I've come to the conclusion that the average artist who's reached any sort of success mm-hmm. knows far more about branding than anybody else yeah you know what i'm saying in other fields because to make people buy your records listen to your records support you follow you you're already doing a lot of things right Mm -hmm. that these people assume you're not Mm -hmm. you don't know anything about branding because you don't know the lingo being a successful artist a lot of these concepts are just intrinsic to what we do that's basically what it is like you make an album cover that people like that's part of branding you make a t-shirt that people like that's branding. You make an album cover that matches your album's concept. Exactly. That's branding. Branding. And then the t-shirt matches that artwork. Yep. You have a logo. <sighs> Come on. I mean, all of that. Like, all of that is branding. That's branding, especially people like me. Like, I've had the same logo for about 10 years now. Yeah. And that's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason that I've done that because it's part of my brand. Yeah. And I, I wasn't thinking that initially, but it was just like, well, I want to be consistent mm-hmm. with what I'm showing people so they'll know when they see this that it's illogic. Yep. That's all I was thinking. I wasn't <laughs> thinking like, oh, well, all this, you know, the, jargon and yeah, shit. And you the know? psychology yeah. bullshit behind wasn't it. wasn't thinking none of that did. None, yeah. of, none of that. Yeah. And people don't get that. I think when artists start hearing people talk about this, it's always people almost speaking down on you like Mm -hmm. yeah your branding is all fucked up you don't know what you're doing you need to study the psychology behind this and really get into the minds of the consumers and learn the lingo and you're like yo but these fools already got a following right right like they already doing a lot of shit (laughs) they got a few thousand people yeah yeah hey uh branding guru Mm -hmm. they got more followers than you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right where your brand today yeah, what's your branding at? Yeah. how if you're so good at this shit why do they have like 20,000 or 50,000 followers and you got 150 mm-hmm. talking all this brand shit right it's like okay w- we get it but when people talk like that it makes people think that they don't get it mm-hmm. that is something super complicated 
and and there's things that all of us are doing and already doing well. Right. And we just need to understand that they're already a part of it. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is do those things a little better. Right. To get better results. True. And so that is, yeah, that's, that's it for that part. That's why artists hate branding. So we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about just like rules. Just a little bit. Just a little vibe, some tips. Mm-hmm. Things you already know. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get in that and uh, we'll be right back. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock and you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show. Okay, folks. We are back. Super Dute. Tough. Woodirk. Yeah. Talking about branding. And now part two. We're going to give you all a little crash course. Five concepts that you probably already know about branding, but if you don't know them, we're going to explain them to you in a way that will make you understand this more and feel more comfortable not being like those guys. Right. You know, so number one thing you need to understand is that brand equals reputation. That, that's very, very, very important. Extremely important. <laughs> I don't know. If pe- I don't know if people understand it. Brand equals reputation. Watch who you hang with. Watch whose record you on. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Watch who you feature. Come on. Watch who produces your shit. Come on. Know the people that you dealing with. Yes. Because their reputation will rub off on you and it can fuck up your brand without Come you on. even knowing it. Yeah. And in, and in the opposite direction, if you hang with people who about it, hang with people who tight. That'll rub off on you too. Come on. People <laughs> like, yo, if you with them, I know you serious. Right, right. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You ever been out with, with you know, oh, some yeah. of our homies? We yeah. be at the show and people like, well, what do you do? <laughs> just because you be with somebody who had right, a show. Right, right, You know, be like, I don't do shit. I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That means you with somebody who's doing something dope. Mm-hmm. Reputation is just another word for brand. When people are talking about branding, 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 just eliminate that word and think reputation. Yeah. What is my reputation? What am I known for? Mm-hmm. What do I do extremely well that when people think of me, they think of that thing. Right. So some people may say, well, Logic's reputation is being a, you know, a, a, a poetic rapper mm-hmm. you know like his stuff on paper sounds crazy as it does written right. you know he's got some spacey dark beats he's known for that mm-hmm. columbus hip-hop mm-hmm. right just some real heady intellectual shit right blueprint shit might be oh he's just like the raw rapper he's you know he's just like ah whatever mm-hmm. and he makes beats i don't know mm-hmm. but we all have a brand and that brand is basically our musical our artistic, your business reputation. Yes. It can change at any time, no. For the good or for the bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not static. No, nah, not at all. Right? So, like, if you have, like, we've talked on this podcast about Nas. Mm-hmm. Nas got a reputation for putting out mediocre albums. Yeah. Jay-Z does not. Right. Right? Nas has a reputation for Picking bad beats. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z does not. Right. Right. Nas has a reputation for being an incredible rhymer. Mm -hmm. You know, good enough to make you ignore those first two things (laughs) I mentioned. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a good ass rhymer though. Right. That's a good ass rapper, man. Right. That's his brand. When uh, people are talking about forget all the lingo. Mm-hmm. His reputation is what defines him and what creates his listeners and fans' sense of loyalty to him. Yeah. Because everybody knows what this man is gonna do. Right. For better or for worse. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Nobody listens to Nas's albums for the beats. Nah, nah, you don't. Never. You don't. When's the last time you listened to a Nas song saying, I hope this beat is fire? You already know <laughs> it's gonna be high. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> But he's gonna spit though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the bars. Bars is gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, it'll be gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be a six. It's true. You know, and like and, and imagine. So you're a younger artist and you say, OK, well, I want to understand what people are talking about. How do I make how do I make people, uh, you know, loyal to what I what I do? Mm-hmm. And basically, you have to do what you do long enough and consistent enough to where people in their minds identify you with that thing. Yep. Now, you may not know what your thing is. Maybe when you first start out. You're just guessing. Mm-hmm. You're just doing what feels good, and nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's how you find your brand, right? Like, think about us. Like, we when we first started touring, we did not know what songs people liked no. and didn't like. Nope. And when you start touring, you start playing the wrong songs, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> you find out enough people to, hey, why don't you play blah 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 instead? Right. What's up with that favorite thing? <laughs> yeah. Why don't yep. you do time management? Yeah. Why don't you do Final Frontier? Yeah. Why don't you do eighty? Whatever. Mm-hmm. You can have in your mind what you think your brand is, uh-huh. but people who are fans of your brand will let you know yeah. what they identify you with. Real quick. <laughs> yes. Real quick. Yeah. It's your reputation. Yeah. You at your best creates a reputation, and that's all you need to be thinking about. It's it's your art. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 how you present yourself. You know what I'm saying? And it's your reputation in terms of how you carry yourself. Yes. All three of these things define your reputation. It's, it's your conduct, mm-hmm. it's your art, and it's your presentation. Yep, straight up. And in many instances, one of those things being messed up can mess up the other two. You know what I'm saying? You can have two of them that's good if your if your conduct is all is perfect and your art is perfect. You know what I'm saying? But your presentation looks like a bum. Some yep. people might look at your album cover and say, I ain't listening to this. Yeah. Straight up, you you would lose some fans just because your album cover ain't. I mean, when we dig a lot, a lot of times we get shit because the album cover's dope. Yeah, we might not even know who it is, but if the album yes. cover's dope, I'm gonna have to check this out. That's all we this did. Shit back look in crazy. The day. Yeah, I bought the Genius's first record from that, like Words from a Genius Word. before Wu Tang. Wow, when he was on Cold Chilling, uh, I had that. Record. I know just the because record. of the album because cover. he was on the on the cover with a fucking a, a feather and a scroll of rhymes. <laughs> I was like, who's this dude with this rayon shirt on, right? And a and a feather writing rhymes on a scroll. Uh-huh. I'm buying this. <laughs> I was I like, check this shit I was out. like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. I remember going to media play. This uh, is how long ago it was. Wow. Or Camelot, one of those yeah. two, out of Eastland. I was like, I don't know who this is, but this looks fly. Mm. And I put it in. I was like, this is dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Then he disappeared, and years later, he reappeared as the Jizza. Yeah, but I already I knew the records of that the words that record front to back simply because it was presented mm. in a way that made me take it seriously, even when I didn't know the music. Right. And think about the same thing in terms of yourself. Right. Brand is reputation. Okay, tip number two: mm. being first matters. Mm. Look, some people think that um, okay, all I have to do is what everyone else is doing. And I'll have the same success as everyone else if I add these things in this pot, press, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> split water, and then I cook what they got, I get the exact same results. No. Doesn't work like that. No. You know, 
the the thing that you're up against with 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 branding and and all of this is that you're trying to occupy space in a person's mind. Yep. Branding doesn't branding happens up here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when people are making a decision, I know you for something. Right. That's happening up here. Yeah. Because every time I see you do this thing, you're doing it, you're enjoying it. Yep. Now I know you as the guy who does that. Yeah. And so being first matters. So when they see you doing what everyone else is doing, you're never going to have the same success that the person who occupied that space first does it. Yeah, that's why everybody that sounds like Drake are not as successful you as Drake. That. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or Kendrick or J. Cole even. Yeah. You know, or any other rapper that came first. Yep. In that in their um in their lane. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get to um you can't rewrite what people think about you once they define it. Oh nah. You know? Yeah, it's is that's yeah, that's a hard one. That's hard to accept. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But we all have to deal with that one. Yeah. Um and, and sometimes you I mean, I've had to make things in my career concessions i guess were at, at admissions where i say you know what man yeah i want to be doing that yeah but this is what people know me for yep and if i and i've stopped fucking with this i'm gonna destroy my reputation and your opportunity to even try that other thing yes because you got to stick around long enough yeah you got to stick around long enough to where it's like okay he experimenting yeah but then you come back yes then you come back to like okay but this is this is the joint right here <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And you earn that right Mm -hmm. to take those chances and come back through having brand loyalty. Right. You know, I mean, even people who are known for something or or restaurants who are known for something, they might take a a risk with a new dish or something. every. Yeah, they have a special. Yeah. (laughs) We have to make ribs every couple years. But that's not what we're known for. Mm -hmm. We not or else we will be a a rib sandwich place. Right. We're known for these burgers and and fries and sodas. But the McRib will try it. Yeah. Get you me in and out. Yeah. That's cool. That ain't paying the bills, though. Right. We have to admit the same things about our art. And I've had to as well. Like, okay, people feel I sound like my best when I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And because I position myself in a space where no one else is in, mm-hmm. I need to just be enjoying it. Instead of trying to fight that, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's my fault. And a lot of times, I mean, I mean, and the crazy shit is a lot of times the fans are right. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times, because some, because the songs that the fans like, the stuff that the fans like, at least for me personally, is some of my best shit. See, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go back, sometimes we don't want to admit it. We don't because we think our new shit is our best shit. Yeah, every of course, time. of course we yeah. do. I mean, how many times on tour did I not want to perform Thousand Whispers? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you learned. I got to. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I tried a couple times and it was like <laughs> they not letting me live. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> they not letting me live. Uh-uh. But you got to, you know. Yeah. You got to. You got to. Yeah. And you know, you were creating that stuff. You wasn't thinking about no damn brand. Hell no. You was just doing what came to you, mm-hmm. and it was real natural and people respond to that man and and like we talked about earlier like the whole you know manipulative thing that people do with branding it it really is is tough to to deal with that in music because there's always this temptation to do what's hot right to do what you see working Mm -hmm. oh they're rhyming over this i gotta rhyme over that right oh it's make it's time for for grimy beats i'm on that oh man we doing drum breaks again i'm doing drum breaks again oh we doing clean clubby beats okay i got that we doing trap now? Why not? Mm. But what happens is you don't have, you're, you're never identified, your brand is not as strong right. as the person who just does that thing consistently. Yeah, that does what they do. That's what they do, man. Yeah. So like being first matters. Do what you do because when you do what you do, you're going to position yourself in a way that no one else can mm-hmm. because if you're doing what you do best, then you're just being yourself. Right. And no one can 
copy that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's number two. All right. Number three. <sighs> Logos mean nothing by themselves. Mm. So here's one thing I think. People get a business, they get a band, before they play a show, before they put out an album, they get, before they even open up the business, <laughs> they get overly concerned about having a logo. Yep. And they think that the logo mm. is going to drive people to the business. No. It's actually the opposite. Yes. The the business, the music, the art mm. drives people to the logo. Right. The logo don't mean shit without you. Right. What you do is you drive people to that logo. You say, hey, this now, I'm going to give you guys this symbol mm -hmm. and I'm going to show it to you so you know this is me. Yeah, this represents what you like. What about you like me. already. Yeah, this represents what you like. Yeah, but you don't, the logo without you, without the catalog, without the business that they like, it don't mean a goddamn thing. It's just a picture. That's it. <laughs> it's just a picture. We don't give a shit. Don't care at all. I can't listen to your logo. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't fucking, you know, it's like, that's not, for, for artists, we have to make sure we don't get that fucked up because we'll cling on to all these signs and symbols. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you have to, it becomes an excuse to not do the hard part. Right. The hard part is creating a reputation that's strong enough to make people want to wear it. You know? Yes. Nike is not Nike because the swoosh is the coolest symbol. Right, right. It's actually not that dope of a logo. It's really not. But it is because it means something it's iconic. Nike, it, it, their logo means the pinnacle of athletic performance. Yep. That's what their brand means. Mm -hmm. When you see Nike, it means it's represented by athletes mm -hmm. who are the best at they, what they do. The 1% of athletes are endorsed by Nike. Yeah. And so when you put that on, you feel like I have the brand association. This has meaning. People see it. Oh, yeah. Tiger Woods, mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, <laughs> yep. LeBron James. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? It, like It's a whole different thing. But if you t didn't have any of that before Michael Jordan was fucking with Nike, what did they stand for? No one knew. No one knew. No one cared, really. Converse was the number one shoe in basketball. Yep, yep straight up. They had Dr. J. Magic. They had Ewing, Magic, yep. Bird. They had everybody. Jordan was the first one to really rock Nikes like that mm -hmm. and, and make it make it tight. But he defined the brand and the level of quality that we now associated with it and everything that they do. But Nike did the work. Mm -hmm. Nike made quality products. Mm -hmm. Nike was consistent. They mm -hmm. kept bringing on people to co-sign and be a part of it and say, this is representative of the pinnacle of athleticism. Right. And you can't just get a logo. Mm -hmm. and, and not do nothing. Not do nothing. Yeah. You got to create the meaning and drive the people to that. And so that goes for anything you do. If you're not selling enough shirts, don't say I'm not selling enough shirts because my design is bad mm -hmm. because we've seen people wear some shitty designs. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't matter. But they will fly off the shelf. Exactly. Because it's not about the design. It's about what the design means. Mm -hmm. It's about what does the brand that that design represents mean in the hearts and minds of the people. Word. Okay. That's number three. Okay. Well, let's take a break. We'll be right back. What up, everybody? Quick reminder, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies, back in stock. We got smalls, back in stock. Medium, back in stock. Large, back in stock. Extra large, back in stock. 2XL, sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, 
40 yours and support the movement rep the squad back to the show <laughs> okay super duty tough work yeah we back two joints to go we're talking about now we're just giving you tips mm-hmm. you know for those who hate branding and we know why it makes sense this is hopefully to kind of take some of the bullshit stigmas mm-hmm. away from the, the word and and really kind of make you feel better about using it and knowing what it really means you don't even have to use it honestly right if you know what it means and don't even sweat it yeah just do the work just do the work okay so number four tip is that your brand is not what you say it is your brand is what you do consistently. I don't know if they heard that one. I, I, I don't, <laughs> people I don't know. People, <laughs> hey, don't people know. in the back. Your brand is not what you say it is. It's what you do consistently. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, man. People don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Consistency is very, very important to building a fan base, to building a following, to just having people pay attention yes consistency one of the things about the reason that atmosphere is as popular as they are is the consistency yes of what slug and ant have done for the last 20 years facts that's that's if you nothing else you don't have to like their music you don't have to but the consistency is what they've done they tour once a year at least yep long tours long tours like every market everywhere and the people know once a year, I'm going to get to see my favorite group. They're yep. going to have a new album. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, consistency is so, people yeah. don't understand how important it is. No. And and here's the thing, too, that I think specifically hip hop artists got to be aware of is that we tend to talk ourselves up a little too much. Mm-hmm. We already talk on it. Hip hop is based on ego. Yeah, we, we talk shit all the time. All the anyway. time. I'm the dopest. <laughs> Fuck everybody else. Right. We live by that mantra. Mm-hmm. But we got to be very careful because that kind of works against what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. If you want people to believe what you are, you do it not through telling them what you are. You do it through showing them what you are right. over and over and over. When you practice what you are consistently, you don't have to tell them shit. No, nah, cause I know they'll tell you what you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you'll be like, yep, you're right. <laughs> I'm that guy. That's me. I'm that too. <laughs> You're damn right I am. <laughs> yep. You goddamn skippy. That's who the fuck I am. <laughs> yep. That is. Ain't it. no arguing. Ain't no, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. This is what it is right now. Hope you like it. Hope you like it. Yeah. This is what I'm on. Nah. This is the wave this year. You don't got to tell nobody what the wave is. You don't mm-hmm. got to tell them what the move is, what the sound is. You just do it consistently and they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And not only will they tell you, they'll tell everybody else what you do. Yep. This dude does this. Come to the show and see it. <laughs> yep, I love up. him. Yep. You know, but or you could say, hey, guys, I'm doing this. Come to the show and see it. Mm-hmm. It ain't the same. No, it's not. It ain't the same. Not. I mean, you want people to go out and advocate for you. That starts. That can't happen unless you are consistent, mm-hmm. really consistent. I get talking. I get that you had, you know, as they say, the uh, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Oh, yeah. But you got to understand that if you want to understand why people are loyal to certain things is because they know what they're going to get. Yeah, And it's not just talking. That's the thing. It's not we're not saying don't talk about your shit. Right. But don't just talk about Thank your you. shit. Like there has to be some action behind the words. Yes. There has to be cons- some consistent action, some consistency in doing something yeah. behind you talking shit. Because then it's like. Well, yeah, he talking shit, but he on it. That's what he do. He doing it. That's what he do. <laughs> he said he do this. 
He kind of did that yesterday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and this is a, a very uh, simple example. If you had to hire a fitness trainer and both of them said, I'm a fitness trainer, mm-hmm. do you hire the one who's 175 lean and cut? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you hire the one who's 375 overweight and out of shape? Well, yeah, of course. The lean and cut joint. Right? Because when you see him. You see he's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't see the 375 guy like doing nothing but mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you believe him? Right. Music is very similar. Mm-hmm. And that we got a lot of bloated artists telling people who they are, but being afraid or hesitant to actually show people what you are. Yeah. Like if you want to be known as like the artsy dude, make some artsy shit yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. Be about the art in everything you do. Yep. Fuck whether it appeals to anybody, yep. fuck whether everybody likes it, do that shit with a total disregard for that and put art as the highest thing. Fuck sales, fuck all that. Yeah. And people looking pretty soon and say, man, that dude is about the art. <laughs> right. I mean, you see what he on right now? That doesn't happen if you just make one, you do it once and then you mm. think people are supposed to define you as that. Yeah. You got to do it over and over and over. That's how Anacon got a following. Yes. That's how artists like why, you know what yeah. I'm saying, are doing shit. Like yeah. those one doing stuff. Because they were weird. Not just for weird sake, but for the art's sake and didn't give a fuck. They're still weird. Yeah. Who likes it? Who doesn't like it? Whatever. <laughs> right. Whatever. Yeah. We just going to do this and hopefully y'all come to the show and they was coming. Yeah. In droves. It's true, man. Yeah. You just got to be consistent. So it's like if you're out there, you know, like he said, it's not about never saying what you're about to do, mm-hmm. but think show more than tell. Right. That's us actually a rule and, you know, in videography, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 um, documentary filmmaking and filmmaking it's like do you want to have somebody standing on screen staring at the te- camera monologuing like villains do right yeah see what happened here batman is i got you trapped up in this uh quicksand right. and my next plan is i'm gonna take you and your girlfriend and i'm gonna take you all to this railroad track and i'm gonna tie you up and i'm right. gonna laugh in your face because you thought you had me this time but you ain't got me batman just monologuing mm, not or, doing shit yeah not doing shit or you're going to have a bad guy who just does it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, hey, you woke up on the damn train tracks. Hope you find your way out. <laughs> peace. peace. <laughs> like, damn, he got me. I'm about to die out here. You know, like one is very effective. One is not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. You know, so be the person who who shows rather than tells. Tell through your art if you want to tell. You know, you can say whatever you want to in your art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But show through your consistency what you want people to perceive you as, and they will eventually perceive you as that. Word. Okay, last joint. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The more unique you are, the stronger your brand is. The, more, the more unique you are, the stronger your brand it's is. Been fun. It's yeah. been fun. See you later. That's it. <laughs> That's fucking it. Good night. God bless you. Uh, this is it, man. Like, think about it. Like, People will argue all the time that, okay, just copying things works, right? Mm -hmm. I get it in certain instances. You don't want to start from nothing. Reinvent the wheel and everything you do. Right. But you got to understand the people who have the strongest loyalty Mm -hmm. are those who are the most original. Mm -hmm. Like they've been able to carve out that place first. Like you're saying, being first matters. And they and, and going first and being themselves, they've carved out this space in people's minds that says, there's nobody quite like this dude. Right. You know, I mean, this podcast, what podcast is like us? Mm-hmm. 
None. None. We're not the biggest podcast, but no one can say that that podcast is like Super Duty Tough. Right. That is very true. There's nothing like us. Very true. We just got out there and just did our things and found out what we were. And now it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're really unique in what we do. Mm-hmm. We can do hip hop episodes. We could do like uh, self-improvement. Mm-hmm. We can do shit that is funny. Random. <laughs> right. You know just random shit. Yeah. So it's like we can do all these things, but it's uniquely what we do. Mm-hmm. And it combines to to create a, a, a listenership that is excited about what we do. The more you copy what somebody else does, the more you 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 lose the opportunities to showcase what makes you special. And there's nobody nobody's excited about you. Nobody's looking forward to what you do because they're like, well, I can see the dude that originated that. Thank you. I can see the dude that actually knows how to do what they're trying to do. Thank you. I don't need to buy their music because I can buy this dude's music who they're trying to copy. Thank you. Like that's, that doesn't work. Like every now and then you can get, you know, in, yes. the, in, the, in the majors, you know, in the, in the, in the big leagues, yeah. you know, of the labels and stuff. That's one of the things that sells, but still the people that were first are the ones that are selling, you know, going platinum. Right. The other cats may be going gold. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't think they have the loyalty that oh, the no. originators have. No, not at all. You know, uh, what I always tell artists is to say, look, man, nobody can be you better than you. Mm hmm. And when people ask me what 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 I do to stand out, I say, look, I just try to make sure I'm better at being me mm-hmm. than anyone else could be. Yep. So that means that whatever Blueprint is good at, if it's writing rhymes, if it's doing beats, if it's podcasting, if it's writing books, I just have to be focused on those things. Right. Be, instead of chasing what other cats do, mm-hmm. because I'm never going to be as good at, at at that is them. Mm-hmm. They found and defined that space. But can they can they podcast like your boy? Right, right, right. Can, can right. they fuck with your man's on the podcasting? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. They not fucking with your man's on this podcasting. <laughs> this shit sound like NPR, bro. <laughs> the kid fuck with your man's. This shit is mad clean. <laughs> we come out every week. You know what I'm saying? Our guess is fire. We had the baddest fucking unit back in the day, son. Yo, it's flames. This shit's like blue and cream. Oh, you die. It's this shit right here. <laughs> Come on, man. They're not fucking with this. That's why. You know, some unique shit. Uh, you know, when I start spitting my darts on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you die. Oh, this, this shit right here. You know what I mean? We got them free clocks or something. I'm a rock niggas or something. This is crazy. Oh, you die. This shit right here. <laughs> Maybe blue, blue and cream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah man be original Mm -hmm. and but and understand that as we said substitute the word reputation in where we said brand in this episode right and i think it'll bring a lot of things to light that you might not have wanted to hear and that people were saying in a way that wasn't you know it wasn't proper you know so like yeah you know the more unique you are you know the stronger your reputation is right you know, uh, that goes for everything. And as we talked about before, your reputation is built on your work, mm-hmm. right? How you present yourself, you know, how you conduct yourself. You, you stay consistent with those things and you do each of those things differently. Mm-hmm. People won't be able to forget you. Right. So that's it. Bars. All right, man. Uh, man, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that y'all got something out of this. Yeah. So I'm going to read these back real quick. Uh, Why artists hate branding. Number one, it feels too corporate. Number two, it's impersonal. Number three, corny people. Number four, it feels manipulative. And number five, it's too complicated 
too complicated for something that's simple. Okay. And then now our tips for branding or building your rep up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rule number one, brand equals reputation. Rule number two, being first matters. Number three, logos mean nothing by themselves. Number four, brand is not what you say you are. It's what you do consistently. And number five, the more unique you are, the stronger the brand slash reputation. Yeah. You know, we implore y'all to be strong, be consistent in your work. You know, whatever you do, keep doing the same, more, busting people in the heads with it. <laughs> and let us know your progress. And I will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>